What makes a song perfect? Does it get stuck in your head? Give you all the feels? Make you get up and dance? Is it just personal taste? Join us as we attempt to answer these questions and more. This is The Perfect Song. Welcome to The Perfect Song, uh, a Gen Explainers podcast. Um, today, we're uh, talking about a song which was uh, very recently was um, sung on the Grammy stage by um, its original artist and a new artist who covered it and is having much, much success with the song. The song is Fast Car, written by Tracy Chapman, and uh, Luke Combs is the uh, country artist who uh put it on his uh, one of his albums from last year it's called getting old and uh he's had great success from the song as well this is one of my favorite songs of all time it's called fast Car. so um this is a song that uh I had on the list to do at some point. I'm sure you guys probably might even thought of it too. It's also a song we discussed a little bit when we did our 1988 uh, Billboard charts show. We all mentioned it, I think, as something uh, that we would have on our personal charts as well. But now we're going to really just look at the song itself and see if it's perfect. You get a fast car. I want a ticket to anywhere. Maybe we make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere Any place is better Starting from zero, got nothing to lose Maybe we'll make something Me, myself, I got nothing to prove So let's uh, do just a little bit of background It was uh, on Tracy Chapman's debut album um, And it was, uh, it was a huge hit It reached number six in the Billboard Hot 100 Um it got three Grammy nominations, Record of the Year, Song of the Year, Best Female Pop Performance, and she uh, won the Best Female Pop Vocal Performance. Vocal performance, um, And it got an MTV Video Music Award nomination for Best Female Video in 89. I mean, I'm sure most people have heard it, but it's just a very, it's a folk song. I guess folk rock song, I don't know, but a very personal sort of story in the lyrics. And there have been a lot of covers over the years. Um, but as mentioned, the Luke Combs cover is certainly the most successful one. And uh, yeah, when they did perform it on the Grammy stage, uh, minutes after they were done performing it, it hit number one on the iTunes charts. Because <laughs> everyone who's watching the Grammys are, are like old people who use iTunes, I guess. Um, <laughs> I remember when you were But yeah, uh, it, it got a big push from that. And, and the song itself got a big push, I think, because it's it was so popular for Luke Combs. Um, the nice thing about it, and we talk, and this is similar to like when Kate Bush gained popularity 
for running up that hill. Well, uh, Tracy Chapman owns the songwriting and publishing royalties, the bulk of them for the song. So all of the popularity through through Combs, she gets cash on that. And I think Billboard sort of... Uh, yeah, I think Billboard said she's made uh, close to or over $500,000 from the Combs cover alone, just for the publishing uh, and songwriting rights. So good for her. Um, and the other thing that it did uh, last year was she became the first black woman to hit number one on the on country airplay uh, as a sole writer of a song and the first black woman to win the song of the year at the 2023 Country Music Awards. And the CMA award for the song of the year goes to Fast Car, Tracy Chapman. So anyway, let me uh, let me just toss over to you. I won't talk too much about like the song yet, but um, what's your uh, history with the song, guys? Well, it's it's fun. It's funny for me uh, because I'm of the age, as we all are, of people who discovered certain artists by strolling through Tower Records um, <laughs> and understanding that they played new music in the place that the, the, the staff there played it. This was one of the ones I discovered in tower records while I was strolling around. Mm. Um, I bought the album on the spot. I believe I can't say that for certain, but I'm pretty sure I bought it r- that day that I heard it. And I remember taking the CD home and I remember thinking this is the best produced album I've heard in a long time. Cause it was, I think it was the first all digital album I heard, like digitally recorded, digitally produced, all that stuff. And I think that just the entire sound of it, I had headphones and I was listening at the time at when I went home. And I just remember feeling like this is like so good, this whole album. And the song itself is what made me buy it. Yeah. Um, so I, I really feel like this is a pretty significant time for me on, on discovering new music this particular song um and yeah. i and, and i have that distinct memory in my mind of like discovering it while i was in that moment so yeah and that that's a period of time when digital mastering was happening yeah um a, an album like this with songs like this that are on one hand extremely quiet and delicate and maybe the digital mastering you know really helped it out like you know, for our ears and for our enjoyment of it with yeah. you know, and for its popularity. I mean, also just because it was a great album and it is a great album, <laughs> but um, it really is. Yeah. I actually didn't feel pressure in making those records or writing the songs for those records. And also some of the songs were been written before I made the first record. I actually wrote fast car after I had a record contract, you know, which is kind of funny, I think, because that's the song or one of the songs that, um, you know, many people know from that first record. How about you, Al? Uh, I mean, I don't remember if, where exactly I discovered the song, but um, I do think, uh, if I'm wrong, I'm not wrong by much. This might be the last 45 I bought because mm. I had the 45 single of this, uh, which I bought before I wound up you know, buying the whole record later. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I remember listening to it in college 
in my apartment <laughs> on my record player. I don't know. I mean, it's um, I have a lot of good associations with this song. I think I thought it was it was one of those songs. That as soon as I heard it, I, I thought it was great. And uh, but I mean, without diving into the song itself, that that's kind of my yeah. my memory. Yeah, I remember loving the song, and most people I knew who had heard it loved it too. You know, it got a lot of airplay, and uh, and we'll get into the song in a second. But uh, my, I don't know whether I like heard the song on the radio or maybe I was in the record store. Maybe I heard Mike's version or Mike's CD when he bought it. But um, what I do know is that in college, when this song was big, she uh, Tracy Chapman was on her tour for the album. Uh, I, I mean, it might even be before the album really broke because she played a free gig in Lower Sproul. I mean, just, you know, for whoever was there at lunch where I went to school. And I was working for the organization that put on the shows in the student union down there. And I remember I did work the show and I remember standing there, work the show. I just made sure people didn't walk into a gate area where people, you know, couldn't be. That was my big job. But I do remember standing there behind, sort of behind the stage and hearing her doing the song and going, Oh, hey, that's a good song. She's good live, you know. And I don't know whether it was the first time I heard it, but um, but that's my brush with Tracy. <laughs> I'd like to think that I stopped the maniac from brushing the stage. So maybe I saved her life. I mean, you can't prove I didn't. Um, anyway. And yet I can. Hold on. <laughs> but how? Dang it. Um, so the song itself, I'm just going to go. I'll go through my kind of reaction to it. Listen to it again. Uh, with the critical ear um again yeah it's a acoustic song a sad song about breaking out and, and wanting to break out of a difficult life um her vocal performance is fantastic it's beautiful almost trembling at times vocal performance uh, evoking like a like desperation in the verses see my old man's got a problem yeah but the bottle that's the way it is he says body's too old for working Body's too young to look like his My mama went off and left him She wanted more from life than he could give I said, somebody's got to take care of him So I quit school and that's what I did I like the way the, the music works with the lyrics Again, you know, I always love this Like the verses are sort of just a repetitive Almost like a ticking clock You have that rim shot to, to, And then just the guitar, little guitar thing happening over and over, and even repetition in the lyrics during the verses. And to me, that sort of symbolizes or, or mirrors the feeling of like, I can't get going or I'm trapped and time is just slipping away yeah, from me. Yeah. But then, then you get the chorus, which kind of bursts forth with drums and, and much more energy and possibly even some hope in her voice, or at least talking about the feeling she has in the fast car, you know? Yeah, it's a really well put together song. And yeah, just the musical and lyrical repetition, just evoking that being trapped feeling in the cycle of, of poverty, I guess. Uh, really, really deserve the songwriting accolades it receives, I think. I think it's a really well-written song and well-performed. 
Yeah, and I and I think that it's I, I like the fact that it's getting a resurgence now, mm. um, because it is something that's pretty spectacular lyrically, um, and I know that nowadays the production and music musicianship of the song for people who cover it is a little bit different, but I think it's it still resonates lyrically as when it came out to now and it still is very relevant and that's a, a testimony to that songwriting and what she did with it and what she continues to do with it because when she you you just mentioned she performed on the grammys i watched the grammys and i was totally into that moment like wow this is like really amazing to watch this her perform this live and i and i saw her perform it live back in the early 90s um at a concert and it still had the same impact on me as it as it does as it did then as it does now so yeah uh yeah no i um i agree with uh, most of what you have already said about how the music and the structure of the song kind of mirror the theme of the song uh, the the repetitiveness of the the lyrics and the verses you've got a fast car you've got a fast car and just the sense that no matter how euphoric or exciting the feeling you have during the chorus is it just goes back to where you were and it just goes back to I dropped out of school and took care of dad and mm. I'm gonna you know just keep plugging away and things aren't gonna get much better other than occasionally having that feeling right yeah and it's like it's funny each verse that comes it's like oh it seems like they're you know this person is moving forward or things are changing for them oh we found jobs you know such that they were but and then oh we're together but then then her life kind of circles back you know and mm-hmm. oh you just spend time at the bar you spend more time at the bar than with your kids maybe I'm going to leave or, you know what I mean? Or, you know, yeah. get a, get a fast car and try, keep driving. You know, it's like, even with like uh, seemingly moving forward and things happening, the trap, the trap is still there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's really well done. He's good. Yeah. And, and that, and that very beautiful, but melancholic melody that, that is just permeating the song. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. We hope you're enjoying this Gen Explainers podcast. Remember to find us and follow us on social media. Give us a like, a follow, or support us on Patreon. And we'd much appreciate a five-star rating on the podcast platform of your choice. Now, let's get back to the show. Well, we're going to vote on it, but I think I know. You know what I'm going for. <laughs> I think you all know where we're going, but let's let's vote on it. Um, I'll let, why don't I let Mike go then? Go ahead. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's a perfect song. I I think it's I think it's a beautiful song, Um, and a lot of that beauty comes from the perfection of like what she did lyrically and musically. So there you go. How about you, Al? Well, first of all, the fact that it's been covered so much says a lot about how great this song is. It's been covered by a lot of people, including. Mm -hmm. Justin Bieber. Now, I've never heard the Justin Bieber version. Well, I heard a split I, second of it, Al. 
No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not likely to ever hear it because <laughs> I, I, I'm older and wiser now. I'm, but... I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure you hear it now. <laughs> <laughs> I got a ticket to anywhere Maybe we can make a deal Maybe together we can get somewhere Any place is better uh, Okay, uh, <laughs> but I did hear the Luke Combs version I listened to mm-hmm. that And uh, it's definitely a little um, Got a little more energy to it And it's a little brighter, I guess But at the same time, it never loses that wistfulness Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, he had said it's one of his favorite songs since he was a child. His dad used to play it. Um, yeah. I did do on my research online about the cover. I guess there was some people he did. He did change the key a little bit to get more in his range. And it is a less slightly less sad key, <laughs> which kind of explains maybe the brightness you were, you were talking about. Yeah. Um. And and some people feel like. And I guess you could say this about any cover, but some people are like, oh, why would you? Because he doesn't really change it much other than that. Um, Even like sort of the vocal melodies and where it goes is pretty much just like the original. So a lot of people who don't like covers, perhaps, or who are critical of covering songs in general would probably say, why did you? What's the point of doing this? You know, Um, but I'm sort of of the of the camp that says, you know, if you do it well and it actually, and it's a song that's worth more new people hearing a new audience can be found for it. And it could get, put some money in Tracy Chapman's pocket. I'm all for it. Go for it. You know, <laughs> do it. I mean, uh, there's actually a really good, uh, YouTube video by Todd in the shadows. Uh, he does a little video exactly about this song and the cover by Luke Combs. Uh, he's been, I don't know if you remember, know who Todd in the Shadows is, but he's been on, he's been a YouTuber forever. And he, he sits there silhouetted with his piano and he does music, music criticism. Mm-hmm. Again, he's, he's an old school YouTuber. He's very, he's very good. Everybody, I'm sure you've heard of him, but Hey, check him out if you haven't. Um, but, uh, he does a whole thing about this idea of his cover and some people hate it and some people think it's great. I think he comes in the middle. He says, why not? It's great. Sort of like where I am. So anyway. Tangent. Yes. All right. Um, so my, Mike has said yes. So Al, what are you? What are you saying? So yeah, that was just a roundabout way of me saying yes. I I do think it's a perfect song. Yeah. Uh, and I I have to say I do as well. No surprise. I mean, you know, gobble I gobble think, gobble I, gobble. <laughs> gobble gobble. Um, oh, I thought he was saying gabagoo. Gabagoo. <laughs> I, yeah, for the reasons we talked about, you know, it's just a really well-written song. Her voice is great. Her performance is great on it. Um, and yeah, it's timeless. The mic check box, because uh, the things she's singing about have not changed. There are still people, a great number of people feeling that way about their lives or maybe yeah. are in similar situations. And I love a song that sort of tells a story like that with characters that, you know, uh, I don't know. You can relate to, you know, it's a universal struggle kind of, you know, some yeah. part of everybody feels that way. So yeah, it is, it is Turkey time. <laughs> gobble, gobble. Uh, we all agree. It is a perfect song and yeah, this was, uh, this was an easy one, I guess, but yeah. um, I urge you to listen to, you can listen to the Luke Combs one. Fine. But yeah, listen to the original. What the heck? 
You know, it's really, really I'd nice. I'd say listen to them both. Make your own decision. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Listen to them both. And, uh, but if you like his more, you're stupid. <laughs> what? No. Just... <laughs> All right. I just want you to know you just called my daughter stupid. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Sorry. What a dick. Anyway. All right. Fast car. We love it. Hope you do too. Thanks for listening, everybody. And bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this Gen Explainers podcast. Follow us on Instagram and friend us on Facebook. Just search for Gen Explainers and find us on Patreon, where you can support the channel and gain access to extended cuts of the podcast as well as exclusive bonus content. See you next time.